I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hey everyone, welcome to Kwentuang Pilipina. If this is your first time hearing about us, we are a podcast and a community that aims to share and celebrate the powerful stories of Filipino women. I am Cleo Loque, the founder of Hiraya Pilipina and your host here at Quintuang Pilipina. For today's episode, we are so honored to have the broadcast journalist behind the long-running news show Dateline Philippines on ANC and the current trending news anchor, Mrs. Carmina Constantino. Welcome to Kwentuang Pilipina, Ms. Carmina. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Cleo. Hi, Aliana. All right. So, Ms. Carmina, we're going to start this podcast episode with a little icebreaker. Okay. So, are you ready for a little Never Have I Ever? I can't say I'm never ready. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, feel free to explain then for your answer if you have or you've never felt or done it, uh, you know, for our following list of questions. All right. Sure. So, first, never have I ever almost lost composure in an interview. I have. Hmm. <laughs> Can you recall any event that that happened? The most recent one that I can remember, and it's still very vivid to me, was when, remember the case of Baby River Nasino and the activist mom, Sirena May Nasino. She gave birth, the baby died, and there was like a throng of, of security personnel that was that regarding that was guarding her at that time and parang at that time i felt and i was on air mm-hmm. as they were doing that we at anc extensively covered uh, the saga she was detained she's still detained based on what they claim are trumped up charges but during her detention you know she gave birth um, she was able to care for the baby for a while and then the baby was sent home to her a mother, I believe, and then the baby passed away sadly. And at that time, when I was um, when we were covering it uh, on ANC, I just felt that there was really this lack of humanity that I couldn't explain. It was like this whole government making its presence felt in the in the life of this young mother who couldn't even embrace one last time her baby that passed away. So I almost lost my cool. I almost like cried on air but I had to keep it together for me to be able to you know properly communicate the sadness of it all the lack of humanity that was happening before our very eyes so that was one moment that I could I don't think I'll ever forget in my career wow thank you so much for that very honest story and moving forward to our next question never have i ever wanted to switch careers because the industry is tough 
for your mental health, just like the story you shared earlier? Mm. Never, never. Mm. Because the story is more important than anything. It's more important than the storyteller, which in this case is me. I am committed to my job that I will make sure that I will always be there to tell the story. It's tough at times, Mm -hmm. but I recognize when the times are tough and I just need to take a step back. I have devices Mm -hmm. that I have come up with, formulated for myself, at least in the past more than two decades, to be able to make sure that I am okay mentally. Uh, My wellness is there. And when I do feel it, when it becomes too much for me, I just take a step back and breathe mm-hmm. and take stock again of you know what's happening, get my bearings, and when I'm ready, I go back to the salt mines. Yeah. You mentioned that it's tough, you know, the industry is tough, your job is tough. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'd love to ask, never have I ever got called out for being sassy and ruthless when you're just doing your job, when you're just sharing the story as a storyteller? I think for those who have been watching me for years already, I don't think I've ever been perceived as ruthless. That is something that I will never, ever even aspire to become, you know, because there are some broadcast journalists or journalists these days who really make that their mission to appear to be ruthless just so that they could get some following or just so the spotlight can be turned onto them. That's never been the case. I was raised by my parents to always be gracious, always be uh, compassionate and respectful. So that's never been my style. Being called out for being sassy, what do you think? Yes. (laughs) For being too probing, Mm -hmm. yes. I've been called out a number of times. Yeah, but uh, I love that you set the boundary or set the line between being called sassy and ruthless because these are two different things. You know, one, mm-hmm. you can tolerate being sassy, being the storyteller who delivers that story truthfully, but at the same time, you also have this compassionate side on you. I think that's something that I really hold dearly. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a very compassionate person. And that I think is something that's not, it's it's a similarity between my on-air persona and my real persona, right? I believe that there has to be some sort of compassion and empathy when you're the storyteller, because that's the only way when you can communicate what the story is all about. You cannot be unfeeling. Uh, But being emotional is another thing, I should say that. Because when you're an emotional journalist, then the tendency is for the story to be about you. And that's a big no-no. It always has to be about the story and not the storyteller. So there's a distinction. Yes, to being compassionate. Yes, to having empathy. But no, to being emotional. Hey, boss besties. Yun ang official naming tawag sa inyo, ah, pati sa ating lumalaking community. Kaya, kamusta? Did you allow yourself to rest today? What act of self-care have you done lately? Kasi, Boss Besties, mental health is something so taboo yet so important. That is why as we welcome the Mental Health Month, 
Let us advocate for our valid thoughts and feelings through the statement tees and tote bags from Hiraya Pilipinas' newest mental health collection. A percentage of our profit will be donated to our chosen NGO that provides premier mental health services. Let us heal our energy and take off one self-care act today by indulging in premium products available on shopee.ph/hirayapilipina and www.wearhirayapilipina.com. Diving deeper into journalism, since we've already touched on that earlier from our icebreaker, you know, for some people, po, it may seem like you just want to be savage when your passion for truth is actually deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So for you, Ms. Carmina, why is it important that we fight for the truth, especially nowadays? Because number one, there's so many answers to, to that question. But the more obvious reason for me right now is that I have four young kids. I have twins who are 13 years old. I have a 10-year-old boy. And I have a, I have a little girl who's about to turn two. This is my way of making sure that they will not grow up in an environment of disinformation. I don't want them to be growing up in the environment that we have now. And I'm privileged enough to have this position and this job to be able to contribute to that future that I want for my kids. Mm. You're correct. People see me as savage, but that is not the intent. It's really just about really probing and really getting to the bottom of things because people need that. People need the information so that they will remain to be sovereign, that they will remain to be free. Because imagine if all this information is just spoon-fed to you and you don't even know if that's if those are facts or not right how can you even make a decision worse is that you're being fed false information and you base your life decisions on that that could ultimately spell life and death for some people i mean i can even talk about climate change right for example to a community that's about to be engulfed because of the rising sea levels and you don't get the information out there and they believe that they're safe, that they can live in their area for as long as they want to without compromising their life, security, livelihood and all that. Mm-hmm. And then a storm happens, right? And then and the entire community is engulfed only because they weren't given the right information. So that's why we're here to give the people the right information so that they can make sound decisions. Again, not to sway people to this way or that, but to give them the tools to make the right decisions in their lives. Speaking of making or delivering the truth for people to decide that for your, for themselves, I want to ask you, Ms. Kermin, as a journalist or as a normal citizen, you know, of the Philippines, how can we fight for the truth and educate people without being condescending? That's very tough. I've been asked that question many times and it's different permutations. And I always say have empathy. You put yourself on the other person's shoes, in the other person's shoes. Look at the same issue from their vantage point. And all the judgment and maybe even the condescending tone will disappear because you will see the issue from their eyes, from their perspective. And then hopefully from there, you get to listen as well because it's all about communication. It's not about 
I always say this, communication is not about telling the other side what you think, what you feel. Mm-hmm. Communication is about listening to what the other side thinks and feels. And then you go from there. Empathy. Empathy is, you know, a word or a value that you bring up multiple times during the first few minutes of this interview. And it mm-hmm. shows how empathetic you are and compassionate not only as a journalist, but as a person. So, Ms. Carmina, with But this- I'm no saint, have huh? <laughs> I'm no saint. It's just that I, that's yeah. how I am. But I'm uh, not like, I'm just really the pusong mamon, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, um, this next question, mm-hmm. because I was listening to your podcast episode with Wake Up with Jim and Sab. And that was fun. Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned that you were friends with Harry Roque and Panelo, who you also mentioned that you do not share the same politics with, yet mm-hmm. you still hold accountable for what they have said and done. I want to ask you do you personally cut off friends with those with opposing beliefs? No. Mm-hmm. No, because the friendship was there before the opposing beliefs. Because our friendship, and I'm not just talking about Sal or Harry here, but I have other friends as well, because there's more to it. There's more to life than political beliefs. Some of these friendships were formed on a different kind of foundation, right? Um, maybe some friendships were formed and alliances were formed based on shared principles. I have many friends like that as well, but I have also other friends whom I became friends with because of other things, right? There's there's mutual respect as well. They know where I stand, and I know where they where they stand as well. But I'm not about to like I'm I'm not about to judge their their whole personality because of their political beliefs. Mm-hmm. For some. You know, that's enough. But for me, a lot of people live storied lives that we do not know. We only see what they let us or allow us to see. But behind that, there's a, there's, there's a different story altogether. So, so I'd leave it at that. <laughs> you mentioned mutual respect. And mm. I think that's still you know, one of the most important foundations of a friendship. But I'd still like to dive deeper into that. Ms. Carmina, how do you stay friends with those with opposing beliefs? Like, can you expound on that? You don't talk about it. As I said a while ago, you, that, that friendship may have been the foundation. The, the foundation for that friendship may be something else, right? Mm-hmm. So as much as possible, if you know that that's a trigger, then stay away from it because you hold the friendship deeply than their beliefs, right? But I know that there are a lot of people these days who are just willing to let go because it's been toxic to them, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. I think I've just reached a point in my life when I, you know, I know already which friendship counts and which doesn't, and which friendships are worth saving and which friendships aren't worth saving. So if you have different political beliefs, first of all, and if you do want to talk about it still, despite knowing that it's going to be a trigger, 
there has to be an agreement that there has to be mutual respect, right? If you do want to go ahead and talk about it, knowing that it's a trigger and knowing that it's going to hurt you back, that's your own call, right? That's on you. <laughs> if, if you still want to go down that road and yet still call this other person a friend, knowing that that other person might just become so toxic, even go ballistic on you, right? But that was a choice that you made to engage, right? But siguro, instead of focusing on the differing political views, mm-hmm. why don't you focus on what is similar? And maybe that's the way forward for this friendship. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Speaking of friendship, now let's incorporate family into this conversation mm. because it is no secret that you come from a long line of activists and advocates. How did this shape the way you see the world? It basically unmasked the world for me. <laughs> I didn't have, I don't have any idealism. Uh, growing up, there was no, you know, there was a vision of a Philippines free from hunger and corruption and debt and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But there was, there was, there was no looking through rose-colored lenses. Right, we knew from the very beginning what had to be done in order to achieve that, and we knew we were raised from the very beginning that this is going to be a long, drawn-out battle. It's going to take a lot out of us. So, growing up in that kind of an environment unmasked the world for me, but also showed me the way, showed me what is needed to be done. And the kind of questions that must be asked. So, I would say that I, I was and still am very fortunate to be able to, you know, see everything from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Listening to your words just now, they're really deep, and I know na must. Malalim po yung hugot noon because this is family we're talking about, friendships we're talking about. But I also believe that mentors play a huge role in our lives. Is there an advice from one of your mentors or any of your mentors that stayed with you and you have personally lived by? There was one line that 
often Dondi Ocampo, who's one of the um, heads in ABS-CBN News now. He was a, a producer when I entered Sky News. There was one line that he would often repeat, best efforts always. He said that, but also the likes of Ed Lingao, Luz Rimban, Kara Magsanok Alikpala, David Seldran would always show me that. Dondi said it, but all the other names that I mentioned showed it to me. Best efforts always. You don't go through day through a day, right? Like saying that, oh, I'm just going to put like 25% of all my being today uh, in this day. And, uh, oh, I'm just going to put 10% of my wit and candor and talent in the script that I'm writing. Yeah. No. You go to work, you show up, and then you give your best efforts. Always. And that transcended from the workplace to how I am as a mom, as a daughter, as a sister, as a wife. You can't go through life just half-assing everything. I'm sorry for my French, but you can't, you know, you, you can't do that. I mean, you're here. You're here. You are occupying some space. Mm-hmm. Make good use of that space and the air that you breathe by giving everything your all. As a devoted mother and as someone who wears many hats, as you mentioned, you are not only a journalist, but you are also a wife, a sister, a mother. How do you explain complicated social issues to your children? It's really not complicated. Hmm. When you look at the social issues that we have, it's Hmm. not complicated. Hmm. And you'd be so surprised that kids are very absorbent and they're highly impressionable. And you don't dumb down these issues for them and make it simple. You tell them these issues as they are. So I don't, I may use like simpler words, but the essence is still there because because really it's not complicated. Mm -hmm. You talk about good governance. You talk about climate change. You talk about, hunger and security mm-hmm. it's not complicated at all it's the politicians who just make things complicated but you talk about these issues to the kids they completely get it wow that uh, honestly changes my mind a lot kasi syempre nung bata ka lagi sinasabi na sa iyo na bata ka pa hindi mo pa alam to masyado hindi ka... kasi ako dumaan sa ganyan oh, all right <laughs> <laughs> wala kaming wala kaming ganyan lumalaki ako na sa amin kasi pag may tinanong ka sasagutin ka nung kung 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 magtanong ka about a certain news item talagang ipapaliwanag sa iyo at kung bakit ganun yung angulo so ganun din yung that's how i raise my kids also so When they asked about the elections, for example, I sort of gave them the profile of each of the candidates Mm -hmm. who were running. And I never did tell them that, okay, this one is good, this one is bad, this one is whatever. I never did. As I explained it to them, sila mismo, nagkaroon sila ng sarili nilang opinion. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think that's also very important na you know your why. You can explain to yourself why you have this certain decision, why you have this certain belief. No, and you as a mother, you explained it to your kids truthfully, and you let them make mm-hmm. these decisions for themselves. Exactly, which goes full circle to what we were talking about a while ago, right? If you give them the correct information, factual, they will be able to make the decision for themselves. But imagine if I brainwashed my kids and told them all these lies, and they will keep those lies with them. as they grow up, that's going to be their personal truth. And I don't want that, right? That is not honoring that I honoring the lives that I put forth in this planet. <laughs> honoring them and, and the gift that they are to me means that I will give them everything that I can, including the facts that they need to know. Lastly, Miss Carmina, I want to let you know that I've personally... looked up and admired you know powerful women in different industries who break the bias who live their their lives truthfully and you are one of them aliana yeah for me and aliana from quintuan filipina you're one of them that um a a powerful woman who we look up to so uh, for our last question i just want to ask you what is one advice that you want to share to the youth in order for them to also exist loudly? Know yourself. Be in this journey knowing yourself. Building yourself up. Just completely getting to know yourself. Because it is only through that way when you can exist authentically. And when you're authentic, You don't even have to exist loudly. Your presence alone, your presence alone will call attention to yourself. You don't even have to raise your voice and shout that I'm here. Because once you know yourself, it's infectious. And people are going to look at you even when you're just in the corner because it radiates power, knowing Yourself radiates power, radiates confidence. So get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid because getting to know yourself, you know, you're going to have a lot of ups and downs. Sometimes you don't, you wouldn't like what you're seeing. You wouldn't like what you're finding out about yourself, but that's part of your journey. But the goal is to eventually reach that point when You won't even have to strive or try to get to know yourself because for once, you and yourself will be one and the same. There will be no barrier. There will be no second guessing. 
there's not going to be an outward me and an inside me. There's just going to be one me and that's going to be a powerful me. Wow. All right. So to conclude this episode, I want to share what stayed with me from my Quintu one with Miss Carmina today. First is on mutual respect. I think it's a very important term, especially nowadays. It's very rampant in our generation as well that when you do not share the same political beliefs with a friend, it's actually normal na to cut them off already. So, you know, it's a breath of fresh air to actually hear another opinion on it, another perspective. And that, that was very powerful for me. That really made a huge impact. Yeah, may I add something yes, to that? Of course. I think it's the same that's happening, diba? After the elections, there are some supporters who are like, because their candidate didn't win, some are like ready to give up and cancel the country altogether, right? Just because they didn't get their way. So it's the same friendship. Ano bang mahalaga? Siyempre ang pagkakaibigan ng mas mahalaga. Ano bang mas mahalaga? Yung kandidato o yung bayan? Siyempre yung bayan. So, you keep that still, right? It's not going to be perfect. But know your friend's worth. For sure, know the country's worth, right? And that should, that should be above everything else. Don't cancel your country. Don't cancel your friend just because. Diba? But I also have to say that there are some friendships that are really toxic. So just, you would know when to walk away. It's very important for you to set that boundary for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second thing that stayed with me from my Quinty One with you is all about empathy and compassion. Uh, I actually didn't expect coming into this interview that we will be raising these values ng paulit-ulit, no? Because I thought it's all about, you know, speaking out your truth, raising your voice. But no, no? it's actually about listening as what you've constantly uh, mentioned and reiterated all throughout. It's about listening, it's about empathy, compassion. And I hope our listeners who are Tuning in to this episode right now also inspires, is also inspired to do the same, to also be empathetic and compassionate. And lastly, it was this was actually a new thing for me, like para ng disequilibrium because I thought that I needed to exist loudly in order for my voice to be heard. To be, to be honest, but when you mentioned that if you know yourself and you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table, you do not have to shout your name anymore. You just you can just be in a, in a corner as what you said and be seen, be heard. And mm-hmm. I love, I really love that you mentioned that, Ms. Carmina. Thank so, you. Kayo ba, listeners? What stayed with you? Please do not forget to share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag us at Quintuang Pilipina at Constant Casey and yours truly at Your Sunshine Cleo on what stayed with you. Anong na natili sa inyo from our Quintuan? 
Please join us in our Facebook group, Kwentuwang Filipino Community, at doon natin ituloy itong kwentuwan. Special thanks to our managing editor, Aliana Patrimonio. And this podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Filipina and Podcast Network Asia. This has been Cleo Loque, and I will be back for more Kwentuwan every Monday on major podcast platforms. So please do not forget to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, Kwentuhang Pilipina. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.